Join us as our free diving journey takes us all around Norway in a quest for food and adventure. Discover with us why Norway is regarded as one of the best spearfishing and travel destinations in the world. This is Just Add Water, Spearfishing Norway, the podcast remedy for your lungs. And so we are back again. Finally, back again. Finally. In Norwegian. Yes. Uh, no, not in Norwegian. This is the English version of our podcast, Adrian. Am uh, I talking English now? Yes, you are. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just got, just got so used to it. Yes. Uh, welcome to yet another episode here of uh, Just Add Water. Uh, the two uh, crazy Norwegian guys, uh, Ivan and... Uh, what's your name? My name is Adrian. Yes, and I... I assume that uh, a lot of people out there in the world uh, maybe are getting some trouble pronouncing your name. Yeah, but just uh, pronounce it like an O. Orion, it's good. Orion, yeah. yes. So yeah. Orion. And Ivan uh, or Ivan? Yeah. Straight uh, from Russia. Straight from, uh, no, from Christian Straight from Rocky 3. Ivan Drago in uh, there fighting from the left corner. No, you, no, that's wrong. It was Rocky 4. Rocky 4. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was number 4. It's the French word. Rocky 4. <laughs> That's a cheese. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, well. Anyhow, um, we have a new episode here and we have a, a great guest with us today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we are uh, going to talk about some, um, I don't know, some big uh, big uh, sea mammals. Yeah, that's, of course, big and, uh, and not so big, but, yeah. but with sharper teeth. Sh- sharper teeth. Yeah. Yes. Um, what have you done today? Have you been out yeah, diving? We have been uh, me and this uh, this uh, guest of ours. Yes, we have been diving today um, in the, in the, the waters outside Christiansund. Yes, uh, and now it's midwinter, so it's uh, it's quite cold, but it, the weather is nice and uh, the water is like six degrees Celsius. And we have been picking scallops. That is uh, that is uh, something we are very proud of here in Norway. Uh, our condition in during the winter. Yeah, uh, although it's cold, it's snowing. It's like uh, four uh, degrees in temperatures uh, in the but, sea. But the light, the days are getting lighter, you know, and the visibility in the sea is like today, fifteen meters. Yes, easy. Yes, and that's fantastic. But you can I, I can talk to our guest about uh, laying in the surface today. Yes, and picking scallops from the surface. You know, For, from the surface. You can see yes. like one, two, three, four, five. Okay, then you go down two, 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 one, two, three, four, five, and then yes, yes, yes. Uh, you can you can follow us on on Facebook. Just uh, search up uh, just add water. There you will find us. Uh, there we will post uh, new episodes, uh, post pictures, post uh, stories. Um, you can also join uh, the the web page uh, on justadwater.no. There you will find the link to all the episodes, uh, the Norwegian ones. And, and, and of course you have to learn Norwegian because yeah. all our previous episodes it has been in Norwegian. Yes. So it's an excellent uh, moment to, to, <laughs> to learn Norwegian. Yes, but you will also find the English <laughs> versions. <laughs> Uh, on that, yes. Have we translated all the Norwegians? No, 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 no. We uh, have to uh, give our listeners something to to struggle for, you know. Uh, you to know, be go- better. You know, no, you know, Google artificial ad- intelligence is not there yet. Okay. Yes, you bet. Uh, so maybe, to, maybe someday we have to do it manually. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, let's just uh, say hello to our guest in a moment, yeah. and we'll uh, keep we'll, you. We'll be back. You will be back. <laughs> You are listening to Just Add Water, Spearfishing Norway. 
Okay, and then we Shall back. I try to introduce this guy? Yes, uh, because I asked him lit- a little bit earlier about his name. How yeah. do you pronounce your surname? Uh, his name is uh, Fabrice Schnoller. Yes. And he's, uh, the first time I've, I've heard of him, uh, we've been friends now for for one and a half year about. Uh, and the first time I met him was uh, at his house in, in La Gomera. Okay, so welcome to us. Uh, I, I, I almost don't dare say his name. Fabrice? Fabrice? That's good enough. That's good enough? Or? Schnoller. Yeah, Schnoller. That's it. <laughs> yes, yes. Welcome to us. Welcome to our Thank tiny you. studio here in Norway. To Santaka. Yes. But I'm sorry to bo- to uh, to trouble you, Ivan, but I'm not uh, done introducing this guy yet. No, I, uh, keep on. Keep it coming. So uh, a mutual friend of ours is uh, Alexander Nordal. He's a photographer. And he says, like, uh, okay, we, we, you have to be uh, nice to this guy because he's a, he's an important guy, you know. He's a, he's a, he's a, a celebrity. Yeah, okay. And because yes. he's, uh, if you have read the, the book uh, The Deep of, uh, what is it called? The Nestor? Uh, James Nestor. James uh, Nestor. Yeah. And, and that was before you met him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, okay. was, uh, and I was like, why? Yeah, because in this book he writes about this crazy French guy who is living in Tahiti. And uh, he's an excellent freediver, and he, he's uh, okay. all, all these tales about this guy. So I was really uh, kind of honored before I, I. So he's a celebrity, and he's a yeah. So yeah, I have to be like, uh, uh, yeah. Are you are you looking for real at, now? Looking at, yeah, yeah, that's, yes, that's yes. The story I heard from Alexander before I went to to La Gomera. And then you saw the truth, and then I I uh, <laughs> got to, got to know him, and then it just got worse and worse. Okay. No, he's, he's a fantastic, uh, fantastic man, and um, uh, like the book said, an excellent freediver, um, a really good person, and yeah, nice, beautiful guy to 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 be together with. Okay, so uh, thank you very much, um, thank you very much, Fabrice. So we see you later then. It's okay, or <laughs> what? Uh, it's, oh, it's you don't need more. <laughs> you don't want more. That, that, that was I all think, we I needed. Think, I think this guy <laughs> has some stories to tell us. Yeah. So welcome, welcome again, uh, Fabrice. Um, I, I I know that you was out diving today as well. Yep. I uh, was in the beautiful cold Norwegian water. But you know, I learned something in Norway. There is no cold weather. There is only uh, bad clothes. Yes, so yes, that's something we say. Good Norwegian wetsuit. Yeah, and all was okay. Yeah, yeah, but that's good. Um, mm, uh, you, I, I have met you once before. Uh, and uh, what are your connections to Norway? Uh, uh, I came for the weather. Yeah, you came for the weather, okay. That's what we say, Julie. No, I came for a Norwegian woman. Yeah. <laughs> Initially. That, that, really? That, that yeah. is, uh, I, I think, uh, almost everyone does when they are moving to Norway. So why did you come to Norway? Because of a woman. I discovered Norway like two years before I was doing an expedition in uh, Lofoten. Okay. And uh, with Orca. So, yeah. And at this time, uh, I was this tropical guy because of my life. I was living in Tahiti, in Caribbean, in Rayon, only Coconut uh, Island, you know. So I was like, okay, uh, I'm going there. But uh, I was surprised that I had no problem with the cold. That was very okay. unexpected, you know. Yes. Because, but uh, you, so you were thinking that maybe, oh, Norway and the cold. and Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was really thinking. And, and I was only with a five millimeter this time because I didn't want to buy uh, a wetsuit. So I was in January. And I was doing like two hours in the water, so I was okay, it's possible, uh, it's not so crazy. But the thing is, when you are with Orca, you don't feel the cold. 
No. Okay. You have something else to think about. You're, you're so scared that you <laughs> yeah, don't exactly. feel the cold. Your brain, the or brain sends off. You're so scared that you're just constantly pissing in your suit yeah. when yeah, you won't exactly. be cold. <laughs> yeah. So then, okay, I saw this is possible. So then, uh, and after I was coming, uh, because uh, uh, I met this woman and I was coming like half time, uh, passing half time with Lorraine. Surprisingly, I, I met quickly a lot of friends there. Yeah, very good friends, you know. So now it's four years later, and uh, there's a lot of friends like or or yeah, even even a friend of mine has has uh, said to me, uh, "You have got to say hello to Fabrice for me." Is Axel? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so whom did you meet first? Uh, that girl or that orca? The uh, orca. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, and and the next follow up question is. Uh, is that orca the girl or? I uh, know it was a big male, <laughs> 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 big male with a big feet. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a very strange encounter because honestly, I've never been in cold water. I've never been with orca. I was with these very experienced people, like uh, the guy that made this movie international. They all have this expedition clothes, the best wetsuit, everything. Yeah. And I was not supposed to go in the water, you know. And I was just supposed to help them uh, with some acoustic to find the orca. And after like uh, two days, the guy were like uh, so uh, you know uh, disappointed because it was super hot, super cold, and the orca were not staying. You know, were just trying to go, and they were leaving. And at one point, they said to me, "Okay, if you want to go, you can go." And and I had this day, I remember, the best of my life was just staying there, and, and I was going in the water, and the orca were leaving. You know, and the guy said, yeah, "Come on back on the boat." No, no, I want to wait. I say, "What? They are leaving. They are there." I said, "No, no, I prefer to wait because I, I was a bit like." Pissed off because every time we are jumping in the water, yeah. we, are, we are leaving, taking the boat, doing it again. I don't like to do that. So, just to make a point, I was staying like one hour in the water, you know, not yeah. moving. And well, the guy was starting to yell a bit, oh, you have to come back on the boat. And I had another friend of the boat, okay, let him go because anyway, they were not going in the water anymore. They wanted to go back to land, you know. <laughs> and at one point, all the orca came back. Yeah, really. <laughs> and they surrounded me for another moment. When hour. you were in the water. Yeah, yes, I was waiting yes. one hour. And there was a baby, a mother, first a big male coming. First was checking, a checking big male out. coming, a yellow coming. And I remember it was very strange because my first encounter with an orca was he was coming straight to me, stopping uh, like, I don't know, one meter from me, looking at me in the eyes, and he was clapping his jaw oh. in front of me and looking like this. Were you scared? I was a bit surprised. Uh, it didn't feel like a threat, but still you don't like it. It's quite big. And after he was leaving and he was letting the the mother of the baby play around. That was, uh, so it was a very, very beautiful experience. One of my best. Uh, the first one was one of my best. So uh, then I was hooked. Uh, you know, when you see you can do that in Norway, okay, <laughs> let's go. And on. this is not small animals. Yeah. The orcas big, are uh, not small. They are big. Uh, they are big. They are powerful. And they are super smart. Yeah. That make, make them even more, uh, I would say, dangerous even if they are not. Yeah, yeah. But more uh, calculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. In both ways, both yeah, positive kind of, and negative. They kind of have crazy uh, social behaviors. And every social animal, you cannot really expect what's going on. You have to understand the code, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and as a French, I'm going to Norway. I don't know the code, you know? It's different. And they are like cultural animals and something are a lot, something are forbidden. Uh, but still, they never attack people, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, in the wild. Yeah, in the wild, definitely. I'm curious. Uh, you said uh, what I, I asked you. Uh, what brought you to Norway? And then you said a woman. Of course, that's the classical uh, one. But there must be something else. Uh, Work-wise, 
So what yes, do you do for a living? So yes, just to explain you what I'm doing. So just to sum up uh, briefly, initially I'm an engineer. Yep. So I specialize in mathematics. So the guy from my school, he go to bank or heading of big company. You know, it's a kind of Harvard in France. So I was working 10 years in uh, this kind of company. Yep. And after uh, I met uh, when I was 40, uh, a pot of spare well in the wild. It changed my life. So after that, I wanted to to do some oceanography. So I was 40. I said, okay, I stopped what I'm doing. So I was doing MSc in biology. And I said, okay, let's do some research to understand what happened that day when I was surrounded by 20 sperm whales, like one hour, they were making sounds. So I had this idea that it was possible to study the communication of this animal uh, from uh, their point of view. Uh, what I mean, there is an animal coming to you, making some sound. What level you can assume it is? Is it just uh, barking? Or is it is something more? Is there any information? Is there any attempt of communication? So from the last 10 years, even now 14, I would say, I'm uh, traveling all around the world and collecting evidence uh, for my research uh, of animals uh, communicating uh, underwater. So on different levels. And I'm very specialized in marine mammals uh, because uh, they are very evolved. Uh, we can assume that kind of language and they are very cooperative, you know, they come to you and they emit a lot of sound. So then you ask a question, is it, oh, are they talking together? Are they talking to you? Yes. What are they saying? And it's not easy to study. So uh, the thing is, when you meet this animal, you meet one sperm whale by chance, you need place where the animal are staying, you know. You don't want to meet a spare one, and after it disappears, you will never see him again. The the ideal situation is you can meet an animal again and again yeah. and again, and yeah. then yeah. you can do something. So I was living in a place uh, at that uh, with uh, dolphins. I created during 10 years a bone with a pod of dolphins, big dolphin. I had this in another island that is Mauritius Island, that is uh, an island where there is a lot of sperm whales that are very difficult to study, and I had the same thing. And after uh, I discovered this was definitely possible in Norway because in Norway there is this crazy gathering of uh, orca that lasts for one month, one month and a half, where you can meet again and again and again the same animal because, okay, there is maybe 1,000 orca, but in one place you can meet the same pod and follow him and then uh, do a, a study on some weeks and day and, and build something between them and you, a uh, kind of trustship, and then something like the... They come to you and after they let you observe them. You know, I, I would compare it to uh, Jane Goodall studying the chimp. Uh, you know, in the jungle. Yeah. You sit down out of a tribe of uh, apes and you wait. And one day they come around you. And you are part of a thing and they do their life around you. you know? So you want to go into the, their system. You know, and they are saying not just to see uh, some animals swim by. And, and then when you are part of, they accept you, not part of a tribe, but. To do their own thing around you, you, your existence, like exactly. he's not, he's not bothering us. So we're yeah, just yeah. going to keep on doing what exactly, we do. Exactly, exactly. Not only looking at you because <laughs> most animal, what people can get is just animal swimming by, or animal coming to see you. But what I look for is animal. Okay, now it's enough. Let's do our life. But they stay around you to do it. Yeah. So what happened to me when I was in Norway? In, it was crazy. There was this mother coming with baby, and she was literally uh, teaching him how to uh, slap a herring. Yeah, and to eat it, and she and he was so proud, and they were doing it in front of us. So it was like a mother teaching to slap with her tail uh, fishes, and after showing how to catch it, and they were doing it one hour. Like, okay, you see, that's all we teach uh, the children uh, to eat berries. <laughs> but uh, are you? I, I guess you. I, I, I assume that you are recording sounds. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. and and you you try to 
identify different sections of sound or just to see if 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 you can recognize it in another uh, specimen for Alors, example so there's a very different level in how you can uh, study communication you know yeah the first level of communication is what most scientific do what kind of sound they use in what kind of situation so this sound is more for hunting this sound is when they are playing this sound is when they are aggressive so they categorize the sound in social behavior yeah what i'm more interested in is the protocol of communication yeah so i mean uh, as human we do conversation So it means uh, to talk to you, I have to look at you in the eyes. Mm-hmm. And after I talk to Ariane, I look at him. So you know who I'm talking to. And after we have to alternate. You talk, answer. We cannot talk at the same time. We cannot talk uh, at free. Yeah, uh, we can. We can. Uh, yeah. We do that a lot of... It's uh, really... The, the females can manage to do it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you give me one guy or one female is to communicate with. It's, it's exactly. good enough. <laughs> That's and true. It starts yeah. to be complicated when you add more and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we don't know their protocol. So the first thing you have to understand, what is their protocol? So for instance, the first result we got, when you talk with people, you don't know, for instance, if you go in China or to another uh, population, you don't talk the, the language, first thing you will do, you will identify. You say, even. Yeah. And you look at the other one to ask him to identify. Yeah. That is the beginning of the conversation. Yeah. And we discovered that they're doing exactly the same thing. They do it together. Uh. They have this signal ID that we can call a name. And then they come to you and they say their name. And they are looking at you. Hey, are you answering, idiot? And after a while, they try, they turn around you, say their name, say their name, and they are leaving. So after we said, okay, we understood this sound is this dolphin and why they are coming, they are identifying themselves. So what happened if we answer with their sound and say, okay, I understand this is your name. Look, I pressed the good sound when I meet the good dolphin. And then we started to create this relationship because the dolphin were super excited. They say, wow, they yeah. understood. So you can start a first interaction that is, I understood your name. And after he show you, he understood, you understood So then he ta- he's taking uh, his head, he's nudging, he's like crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, super excited. And he's sure he's excited because you answer his name. And after you go one step further, you create your own name is in dolphin frequency. That is high frequency we can yeah. really, uh, not yeah, really yeah. Uh, express. Yeah. And then you say, okay, I got your name. This is my name. And then they understand it is your name. And they repeat it. And they even uh, do a fusion of their name and your name. And then you're going somewhere, you know, because uh, they are happy, they are interested, and that's the most important thing, you know. You want the animal to cooperate, you know. Okay, okay. I have I have a big question. Okay. I really have a big question. A big one. Uh, from all that, from all that, what you said now, the, uh, if I understand everything correctly now, uh, you have uh, learned to understand how to communicate by name yeah to initiate in some a conversation sense. to initiate some yeah interaction i won't call it conversation because it's yeah, i understand yes yes Dolphin and yeah and you you, you have got a, a reaction back yeah. that seems like i hope it's it is that it seems like they understand that you understand so on this step uh, the good thing we made a scientific publication so If the science said, okay, it's true, we made some mathematics, so, so we had a yeah, strong yeah. result, okay, they used the name, there was even a publication 
after by the world scientists. So it's assumed that by science, by dolphin use them. But it's very recent; it's four years ago. Yeah, and we were the first to do it uh, with dolphin and to present it in a scientific conference. So I won't say science is truth, but they accept this idea that is not very politically correct. I understand. I understand. But but you are there, and you can you can see and feel. Exactly. Yes. So so. Of course, some sense of uh, truth in it, is it? Yeah, that's interesting what you are saying because you can see. So as uh, I, I always say, okay, my purpose when I'm studying these animals or going over is to get into their mind, okay? So uh, if I want to understand how dof if dolphins are communicating or not, I would say, okay, if I was a dolphin now in the studio now, how oh, I would know these guys are communicating or just making sound. Yeah. Oh, I would know that, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, of course. Because I would be a dolphin, you know. Uh, you cannot use your... Fa uh, for instance, humans, they are using facial expression, well, apes. Yeah. So 80% of our communication is based on the face movement, eye movement, move of hand, more of our French. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Italian. Yeah, but it's so then, as humans, oh, yeah, we are communicating because everything is obvious. But if you are a dolphin that is not using facial expression and you see people making sound a very strange way because they alternate and the dolphin, they don't do that. They yeah. all make it at the same time. Just to give you an example, the sound in the water is traveling very fast and, and uh, very far away. So if you were a dolphin right now, uh, you would hear all the conversation in Christian Sun. Yeah. That would be like that, you know. Yeah. So in the dolphin world, you will yeah. hear everything that is saying every single people in Christian Sun. But how, 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 how can they just decide what they want to hear? Have you been in a nightclub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a system so we can uh, use uh, what we call diffraction to, to uh, we filter the sound coming from one direction. Yeah. So when somebody's <coughs> talking, we're able to filter the sound from all around uh, to get just one direction of our brain. Yeah. But are, um, are we humans uh, able to do that in the water? No, because the sound speed is different. Yeah. yeah. So our brain because is we are used to 300 uh, meters yeah. per second. And in the water, it's 1,500. So our brain is like, poof. Yeah. But at the same time, if you go very often in the water, like I do, at some point, you start to develop a sense of direction. Can yeah. give you an example? As a freediver, there's something very dangerous. If a boat is coming straight to you, you won't feel it coming, you know? Because the sound of the boat uh, follow the wave that is uh, in front of the boat. Sideways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you're right in the path of the boat, it's super dangerous. Yeah. And uh, because we, we are not uh, used, uh, we, we don't see where it's coming from. And if you go a bit on the side, you will hear yeah. where it's coming <coughs> from. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we are a bit lost in the water. But when uh, you go very often in the water with dolphins or well, you start to be able to say where the sound is coming from. So you use another uh, way of processing it because uh, our brain is using diffraction. It's a complicated thing. Yeah, yeah. But you have uh, to feel more like almost the pressure of the sound on your body. You know? yeah. Disconnect from your so, hair so, and so feel it's your not body. A, so it's not a hearing. It's more like the feeling. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But Just like cod feels. Yeah, uh, yeah but uh, that's what I'm supposed to say. It's, it's, it's like uh, the cods don't have hearing. They have uh, exactly. uh, like... Uh, what do you call it? Dots? Uh, feeling. Lateral line. Lateral line <laughs> yeah, and the sensors. Yeah. Yeah. So Just they have a 3D feeling of a sound, by the way, because there are so many sensors. It's like an antenna. So they don't see the direction of a the sound, they see the position of a sound. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we use, um, when we go spearfishing, we use this to our advantage. Yeah. yeah. Because I, uh, I want to come uh, from the top and down on the cod. Yeah. 
because his his, his sensors on are on the sides, you know. So uh, not to sk- spooking too much. Remember, I I taught you this in one episode, Erjan, about uh, the direction of the sound, because you said uh, that the sound uh, travels uh, faster under sea, and then I said, yeah, that's why you are not uh, getting the direction because you when you're on yeah. land, you have two ears, and the sound comes into one ear before the before other. the other. Yeah, that's how the brain uh, detects the direction. But underwater, the sound is faster and then it it's quicker in to the other ear. And that's why the brain... So it's a brain thing, maybe. But I did a system for that. So for instance, I'm recording underwater. So I put two hydrophones. Yeah. Okay. At 60 centimeters. That is basically five times more than the distance between yeah. here. Yeah. So then I can record... The sound, put it in my hair with headphones, look at the video, and feel the sound like it was uh, co- in the hair. Cause because then it's like normal yeah. air. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the time, yeah, yeah. okay, so, uh, because I, tra- I changed the dimension. That's nice. And I add that uh, ah, to my brain, the uh, time difference so far you, <laughs> you, you look, uh, you are smarter than you look. Uh, I do even more <laughs> crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> because this is the first level of... Uh, feeling the sound where it's coming from but the real uh, proper uh, direction is not made like that what you do is what the cat is doing the cat is turning his hair when yeah. he's looking for yeah. a bird and seeing where he gets the more pure frequency mm. so when he's getting in the good direction you yeah. see where is the sound is more all frequency because there is a phenomenon that uh, that is called diffraction some frequency can go around an obstacle the low frequency not yeah. the high frequency so yeah, when yeah. in the water you feel the sound is a big, uh, a bit like if you talk about a spare well, you will, a spare well is doing something like, <coughs> and uh, if you are not here in the direction of that, it will be more, <coughs> because you get only the low frequency. So you, then you, you, it's a dynamic thing. You turn your head and you know where the sound has the most discount broadband yeah, spectrum. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then if you go a bit higher, you use your brain for that. And that's what we do uh, when we are in a nightclub. Mm-hmm. We use an algorithm with our brain to uh, use the diffraction to pick up only the sound that is going from one direction. Yeah. You know, you know, most people don't use their brain when they are going out <laughs> in a nightclub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they just leave their brains at home. But yeah, yeah. but you have to have some kind of communication before you get laid. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah true. That's, true. True. that's true. That's true. Uh, that's true. Uh, <laughs> talking, talking about uh, the ears and listening, my, my uh, two dogs, the husky girls, they have, I think it's uh, 44 different uh, directions they can yeah. turn their uh, ears. Exactly. I was on a trip uh, this weekend. Well, on Freikoln, uh, some of the mountains, and a lot of snow, snow all, all over. And they stopped, they sat down, and they were listening under the snow. I saw uh, their ears just... Really? If and then they just dove into the snow because there yeah. was a mouse or some... Really? I don't know. Yes. Cool. And they did it all the time. So, like, come on, now we're going to walk. No, but I want that. I want to listen to the mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's really fun. Yes, yeah. that's, that's fun. That's fun. But we have a, uh, another problem when we study these animals. We, you have uh, maybe 40 dolphins and you don't know who is talking. No. Because they don't open the mouth. No, no, yeah. no of course. Yeah. So uh, they have an organ that is... But how, how does they make these sounds? The so dolphins have or a, the whales? Uh, they have a kind of bag with funny clips. So they like uh, a horn, you know. They have two funny uh, lips uh, with bags and they press it like you do with your mouth, like this, you know. And then they are able to uh, send a beam of sound Go, uh, because it's directional, going, yeah, because it's going through uh, <coughs> uh, an organ that is called a melon that is kind of 
like acoustic lens. But uh, but that's what we saw when we saw Valdimir. He has yeah, a fantastic. Thing, uh, yeah, they can uh, imagine you have two uh, mag light, two lamp, yeah. and you can. So you can with this sound sound. But you can also explore because uh, they have an overall sensory system. That where, is echolocation. Where is this on the on the on the body on the, on the forehead? And that's why we have this balloon. That is uh, when you touch Valdimir, it's very soft. Like yeah. yeah. Like so let's talk like about the Valdimir. Yeah, let's talk about Valdimir because uh, that is a, uh, the, uh, a beluga whale. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I've never met him. Urian uh, has invited me a couple of times just to be in the boat and be, but I, I, I didn't have time I just invite you when I know you cannot go so, yeah, so that's, uh, so that, that, yeah that's how it is bad. honestly it's very difficult yeah. you know, uh, it's impossible to find where you have to be very lucky yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah very lucky. I, know, I know I understand but but uh, what I was uh, thinking about is when, when he, he uses his uh, sound or talking yeah. you said he, he doesn't move his mouth no, but can you just can you can you can you see it somewhere else or? Yeah, yeah, you see, is uh, it's it's moving. He, yeah, yeah, you see the, the, this balloon thing that is moving with muscle to change the direction of the beam. You know? Is it just changing the direction or is it making sound as well? Uh, it's a lot of thing. Uh, yeah, honestly, because it's used for two things. It's used to send sound, so we are making a lot of different, uh, di- di- a lot of different sound because we are the canary of the sea, you know. So they are almost doing Star Wars, you know, when you listen to them. Yeah. But they are also doing what we call echolocation, so they are sending click. That is kind of sonar, it's like echography. So they can do with their two balloons. With one, they can see inside you. They can see your heart beating and everything. Another one, they can send a sound in another direction or scan two things at the same time or talk to two guys at the same time because in their protocol and that's the su- second thing we understand if I was uh, a dolphin and I was talking to you I would say Fabrice yeah as human I would say Ivan yeah I have to. but if I am a dolphin I can talk to another dolphin that is 300 meters so you need to know who is talking so when you are talking as a dolphin you send your name but the other one know is talking is talking too because he's in the beam. It's a very directional beam. Yeah. So it's like in the light beam. You know? That's so just they, they completely reverse the idea. You know, like us, you know, like uh, on the radio. Yeah. The radio say yeah. Orion because yeah. people don't say yeah. Don't yeah. see you. Yeah. It's the same. That's the same as these microphones. They are directional. If you go to the side here, then the sound is muffled. Yes, and mm-hmm. if you go straight on top of it, then it's uh, it's the best position. It's the best straight position. on top. Yeah. There you got it, Adrian. Yeah, really. <laughs> I enjoyed that sound. <laughs> no, but uh, Valdimir, have you met him? Uh, uh, this uh, bec- How long have you been here in Norway now? Uh, so uh, for Valdimir, I met him like more than three years ago. And in three years and, and a half, I think I spent almost six months with him. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I start to have quite uh, an experience with him. Uh, yeah. One month and a half here in Christian Sud. I was in Morirana. I was in... Uh, I was in uh, Schöpfwig, uh, Grofjord, I was in uh, Chamoy. So I did uh, spend yeah, maybe six months with him. Uh, and and, and that, that question must pop now. Uh, as long as you have been spending time with him, does he recognize you? <coughs> Sorry. What do you so, think? So uh, I, honestly, that's a very difficult uh, question to answer too because as I think... Uh, 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 these animals have a lot of uh, difficulty to understand our facial expression. Yeah. If you call I smile, oh, you smile, oh, it's you. Yeah. Uh, dolphin or Belga doesn't do it. Though we have a lot of difficulty to read also their 
uh, I would say, body language. Because what we express with the face, maybe we express with the fluke or with the tail, with the body. Yeah. That's, uh, that is very interesting too, because as free, diver, free divers, you can really get into that world, you know, be aquatic and communicate with your body posture. You know, that works, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think even, I think maybe if you fish, you know, see if you're aggressive, not mm -hmm. aggressive, uh, angry, not angry, you know, when you see a shark that is angry, the fish know it, you know. And sometimes the, the shark in between the fish is like the lion with the antelope. They don't give a fuck. They know it's cool this day. Huh? So uh, honestly, to answer that question, I, I cannot answer, honestly. Uh, I know that I do some acoustic and I did this experience with the sound. Yeah. And he understood that I understood his name. He answered to my name. So we have this level of interaction where, okay, I know it's your name. So I would say, yes, I think you recognize me because, but I never uh, recorded this thing without I'm sending a sound, you know? I, I would have loved he come and say my name when he meet me, but he never did. So, but it's also something maybe you have uh, to, build, uh, to build in time. But uh, to answer you, they have a brain. Uh, the beluga brain is a bit like the sperm whale brain of the orca brain. No. We know very few things about the brain. But what we know about the brain, what makes someone, I would not say smart, but uh, have some high cognitive ability, mm -hmm. including the memory, uh, or for the human, uh, we think of the, you know, the empathy thing, the thing mm -hmm. we're able to project ourselves in our minds. We know which part of the brain is working with that, we, which neurons are doing it. For instance, for the highest function of the human brain is the mirror neurons. That is the spinal cell. So we know as humans, we have a lot of it. So we're able really, when you start to be older, a child cannot do it, but around four or five, we start to be able to project into our mind, to sneak a bit, to lie, to manipulate, to do politics. Yeah. You know? yep. But uh, one thing very interesting is these animals, in every single part that makes sense to have a very uh, sophisticated brain, are better than us. They have more neural neurons, they have more cortex, they have a bigger brain. They have more glial cell, that is the nutrient of the, of the, of the brain, so kind of, uh, you know, the carburetor. Mm -hmm. uh, and they have less, uh, uh, do you say, a limbic system, that is the primitive brain. Mm. So when you study a brain of these animals, okay, for sure, they have the best tool. Better than humans, you know. We are in between, the, there is the ape, the dolphin, the human, and after there is the beluga, the... The sperm whale, uh, there's a club, uh, sperm whale, uh, orca, uh, said, uh, some dolphins, not all of them, and the mink whale also. I was very surprised because the mink whale is kind of a solitary whale. You think, okay, it doesn't have a brain, it's always yeah. gone. <laughs> I met, brain, I met them a few brain. times here. <laughs> yeah, crazy is. brain. Yeah. When you see the brain, what is it doing with it? And after you think, okay, uh, okay, we see it through the human mind, he's alone, but no, he's yeah. not alone. Yeah. The other one is 10 kilometers, but he's not alone. He's a friend. Yeah, yeah. Because we are helped, you know, to be together. He's in a cave eating banana, you know. They're communicating they through do. through their version of uh, Skype. Yeah, yeah, internet. Yeah. Huh? yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. They, oh, they, they, they discovered the internet long before us. The yeah, water yeah. net. The water you know, net. The blue whale is proven by uh, Navy boys from between Chile, I think, and, uh, and uh, no, Argentina and uh, California, 12,000 kilometers. 12,000 oh. kilometer distance they can hear each other. That's that's a long distance. 1,200 miles. Yeah. Or, so or Norwegian miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Should, they should have made a song from that. 1,200. Uh, how much was it? No? 500 miles. 
Yeah. I would walk 500 uh, to that see was this was uh, uh, that was what I was thinking about. Yeah. What are you thinking about? What are you It's a it's a German joke, not a French one. No, it's it's, it's not a Dutch, 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 Dutch. I think so. Yes, correct, correct us if you are wrong. <laughs> so to to answer your question, just to finish with it, I cannot prove it, but I'm sure they can do it. As uh, I said, as I said, uh, you are there. You see things. You hear things. You feel things, and you can uh, assume by what you experience that. That's a, a lot, lot of it is is as you say as you say you cannot prove it but yeah well, that's the strange thing about science you know yeah the, non, the modern science wants to have proof you know yeah but I mean for me the people that know the more about the sea and about the animals are the people that are in the sea with the animals yeah. obviously yeah then we know things because you know we observe things and we interpret it because we are there you know and you, there's a lot of science that can make you interpret what's happening. Uh, we can give you an example. We had a spermal birth. So the mother was making the baby out uh, uh, in front of us, in a saw with Fred. And uh, after there was like spermal coming from everywhere. And uh, the mother was pushing the baby to show it to everyone, you know? Like the baby still has his umbilic and everything. After there was nothing coming, she was doing the same. We were filming. And at one point, the mother take the baby and bring it to us. And uh, make us look at the baby, you know. So wow. then you are there, you say, fuck, you know, she's presenting us <laughs> the baby. <laughs> and then you show it to a scientist. No, it's not true. He, she's just carrying it because he cannot breathe. And it's, a still, it's a normal behavior. You cannot prove yes, it. That is true. Yes, yes. But when you are there. You yes, know, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. You, you know a lot of things, but to prove it is a different thing. Yeah. You know, I can give you another simple example. In the 70s, the baby, before one year, human, huh, they were operated without anesthesia. Okay. Because at this time, the scientists were saying they don't have the nervous system to feel pain. And they were saying it's too dangerous to make anesthesia. So we are doing surgery on baby. So my generation, if I had to be operated at six months, I would have been operated without anesthesia. Yeah. We should have asked the mother, you know. Yes, <laughs> the yes, mother yes, 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 of pain. course. Yeah. But some scientists decide. So what is proven and what we know is different. Uh, mm, yes. Science is a long period of time Uh, it is a lot of time to prove something or to move, you know. And then that's where it's interesting as people to bring facts, ideas, and or even tools to show there are some strange observations that maybe uh, are worth to take a look at, you know. That's what we are doing, you know. Yeah. Hold that thought. You are listening to Just Dad Water, spearfishing Norway. Okay, okay. Yeah, but, uh, What uh, have you learned now, Rian? Uh, nothing. Fabrice? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you not listening? I'm, I'm speaking, talking. Yeah. You uh, should listen one, more one than you talk. Who said that? Uh, some so, wise, wise guy. word from Ivan. <laughs> the wise word from Ivan. Uh, but you, you talked about the... the um, uh, the interaction between you and 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 uh, these mammals um whales and and you had the the biggest issue was to to meet the same whale or the same mammal again and again but now you have the the the, the good chance with this valdimir uh, whale exactly. to to because you know this is the same whale and you know this is uh, uh, your chance to 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 know him Every day, you know, in a period of time, one week, one month, 
and and in uh, you have the chance to to make him recognize you. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, honestly that's why I was so excited to spend a lot of time with it. Doesn't make it easier because uh, it's still a well, you know. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't be like us. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was thinking about that also because it's um, um, uh, what you told us is you uh, you 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 learned the name of the the mammal as presenting, and you presented your name. And but where does it go from there? That's a that's a big difficulty. So my project right now. Yeah, you were talking about. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but you were talking about presenting scallops to him. Or yeah, presenting yeah. a crab or a yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, I had this crazy idea. I was here for that, but I had no need to create, kind of, uh, to create kind of syntax, you know, to make some symbol, some sound, to make him understand, okay, I understand this is your name with a photo, this is my, my photo, okay, let's take another symbol. And after I ask, uh, Valimir brings Calot Fabrice. <laughs> 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 yeah. Why not? You know, it's, it's yeah, but funny, it's, but sometimes it's, some it's, stupid it's, thing, you know. Uh, I think it's a, it's a good way to, to, to evolve the language, uh, uh, you know, b- break down the barrier, yeah, learn more you words. you have to make fun with him, you know. I think uh, it's like child, you know, if you want this animal to interact with you, he has to find it interesting too. So funny hmm. or... And it's you true. think uh, what you are doing with kids, you are doing that, you're putting cube with image. Uh, we can be a bit anthropomorphic sometimes, you know, and uh, use as mammal, the way we teach is playing. Yeah. That's all children yeah. learn. So the only way, if you are too serious, you know, the guy is looking at you and he's leaving, you want yeah. to play with voice and But if you start to be funny, it's sort of a story, you know? Yeah, of course. Exactly. So uh, we try to be stupid sometimes because stupid is a good way to be uh, funny also. But at the same time, uh, the most important thing for us is to make him talk. He's very, very uh, not talkative, you know. And it's very common with some animals that have been in captivity because the wild animal, they always come and they talk a lot, you know, a dolphin, a sperm whale. They don't s- and after a while, they say, okay, this guy is handicapped. They're living. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. retarded. We are. We are. <laughs> and they're living. Yeah. And the thing with these animals that were in uh, in pools or it was maybe in Russia, we don't know. They have understood for long, but we cannot talk with them. Yeah. So they are not very motivated to talk to people. You know, yeah. they, they understood. Okay, even if I leave them, maybe he'll say, "Oh yeah, that's cool," and nothing came back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's really, really, uh, really yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. I read something uh, on uh, on the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not political correct to say Russia now. Oh to yes, speak it, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, about that project, what was it called? Darb. Uh, I, I I thought in my my mind it was Darwin, but it's not called Darwin. Oh, Darwin, our research project. Yeah, yeah Darwin the, is there and win. It's a bit stupid. Yeah, there to win. It means uh, why we choose this name because we have a stupid idea that has no chance to be true, and we have no chance to prove it. Yeah, but we still we go for it, <laughs> and still we go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a lost case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always say that you know we are not doing. I'm not saying oh, I'm sure we are doing that. I'm gonna prove it. I'm saying let's take a chance because if it's true, it's so big. Yeah. Uh, well, what is this? So the idea is uh, that humans are stupid, that we underestimate a lot the way they are communicating because we study them like humans. So basically, we are going to dolphin and we are listening to them with our ears. Because as human, we think, oh, we are human, we are the best of the best. So they maybe can do a bit like us, but not as good, you know? Yeah. But my hypothesis, and I developed it being observing them, is maybe they use another sense to communicate also, because they use sound for sure, they use to identify yeah, yeah. for something, but it's very limited. Because as human, we are limited, you know? If we talk, I talk. 
to you. So basically, we put some sound in order, you know, mm -hmm. to make a combination, to give an information that is limited more or less to 30 bytes per second. 30 bytes. Yeah. It's zero one, you know, it's not a lot. So we think of it as a beautiful, it's super primitive, you know. It's like a very primitive way to communicate. My hypothesis is maybe they use another sense that is echolocation, that is a sonar. Mm -hmm. So it's a 3D sense. So basically pe people say, oh, it's like uh, seeing in three dimensions. No, we, we cannot know what it is. It's like if you want to explain to a, a deaf guy, uh, no, to a blind guy what it is to see. Yeah, You cannot yeah. explain, you know, it's like hearing, you know, but there is mm -hmm. color or so. What are we talking about? So it's another sense. We know it exists. We know uh, as a human uh, eye is much better than a camera, that this sense for sure is better than the solar or the echography. It's like a scanner, perfect, and they can see your blood in the cell. We know that. They can see a tenth of millimeter. They, they can uh, see a two meter, hundred meter distance, a ping pong ball that we cannot almost do with vision. So they have a very, very accurate sense, 3D sense, using the sound. So the question is, are they using it only to see, passively, you know? Or could they convey information in that sound? And then it opens the door to a super you know, efficient way of communicating. I, I would compare it. It's like, okay, let's say we have a, a podcast. You There is a football match. You're going to comment it. Yeah. You say, oh, no, uh, there's Erwin Allen giving the ball to Mbappé. Blah, blah. You can give a little bit of information through the voice. Yes. Not solo. Imagine on TV. How much more information you have because it's two dimensional. Imagine now in a stadium. Yeah. You see everything at the same time. So the amount of information you can bring depends on the sense you are using, you know? And then uh, opening the door of the use of this sense of echolocation, of echolocation, it opened the door to say, okay, we didn't understand this animal for 40 years because we are just listening. And now we discover maybe we are not talking at 30 bytes per second, but maybe one kilobyte. Mm. And at uh, 20 well at the same time. What would be the consequence of that? So we are the king of the world because we have language. Mm. And then we discover an animal that has a crazy <laughs> brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of swimming yeah, naked in the ocean without iPhone and, uh, and they're also and adapted to their environment, the sea, much yeah. better than we are able to think they are. Yeah, but they are, you know, adapted is also, you know, these animals, they are cultural. So if you take the orca, some orca, they eat mammals, some orca, uh, they eat fish, yeah. some they use sponge, you know, they are one more level, you know, adapted, okay, you know, or because, for instance, human is not adapted if I put you in the jungle. Uh, I would die for sure. Yes, you, yeah. you will not make long, but they, have, no, uh, no. they share with us this, you know. You wouldn't die because I guess you have you, you must have seen uh, Lars Munson <laughs> on tour and uh, Bear Grylls. You must have seen so some I of those. survive. No, but I do make uh, really good monkey sounds. Y yeah, so you can blend in. Yeah. Just like yeah, yeah, I will sit down with the monkeys and just hope that they feed me. <laughs> but but all that you do, Fabrice... Uh, how how do you are you are you employed by someone or how how does it that work? So that's a very uh, strange. Uh, maybe maybe project. someday I'll, I'll, I'm looking at you at the corner playing guitar and with a case. And exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, you, honestly, uh, I tried first to go. Uh, my project when I was 40 years old was to go through the academic, but I did some article, but. It's a very uh, difficult uh, system because you cannot enter the system at 40 years. You need to be a student after to work uh, for a scientist and after work for, an, for, for another, you know, and go step by step. And then when you're 40, you can do what you want to do. Yeah, I, I cannot uh, at 40 start this. So it's a very, uh, you, there's a big hierarchy in this system to get it. You don't come with your idea and do it. 
So then I say, okay, let's do it on my own. So I have to have my own job on my own. And this is a passion. So basically, it's a non-profit, uh, this thing. We don't have money, but we are supported by some crazy guy that give us boats for expedition. So two yeah, of them is yeah. the Prince of Monaco that invited it on his yacht for expedition uh, during uh, three years. And with uh, a guy from uh, Saudi Arabia that has a big yacht also was in Norway with him uh, two years ago. So we don't have money with this, but we interest people yeah. that want to see what is possible. But it, it's very unpolitically correct project. So you won't get money through state funding for this. You know, you, you won't go to uh, the official and say, hey, I want to talk to the well. Uh, do you have money? No, it's not going to work. You have yes, to talk about something else. But at the same time, uh, three years ago, we were awarded by United Nations as the best project for the planet. So still, we have some... Yeah. Uh, but That's a good recognition. Crazy there. Yeah, yes. it was a crazy guy from the White House that loved what we are doing. I said, oh, I want this guy in the UN. But at the same time, after you say, okay, <laughs> give me money uh, to talk to the world. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. So I, I was trying to say, okay, but if you give me money to talk to the world, after ask the world, where is the gold? Yeah. I want to spare well. Mm-hmm. And then we get rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that didn't work. But, but uh, of course, uh, I, I guess you, you don't do this to get rich because you do it because this is something that you're passionate about. Yeah, of course, and and but if if you pitch that uh, echolocation uh, uh, project uh, to this uh, guy who runs this uh, Tesla company, yeah, he he's, he, he's crazy <laughs> enough to to. And he, one part of it, uh, by the way, is now I think with the use of artificial intelligence, there will be yeah. more and more a tool that are available to get into the signal. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, a different way. You know, because yeah. what is interesting about artificial intelligence is. It does it its way, you know. It doesn't yes. use the f- human way. So there is uh, something starting that makes it interesting right now. Yeah. Now I remember what uses uh, what they uh, are hooking LiDAR up to, the Teslas. Yeah. Because they are using uh, r- radio for their uh, c- cameras or for the... Yeah, there is a c- yeah. very sonic... Uh, yeah, yeah, but now they are starting with the LiDAR again because I think they had a... So yeah, it's complicated. It's yeah. complicated. But you know, for instance, I was invited by Google uh, in San Francisco. They yeah. read, uh, read the book deep. I was invited to Google in San Francisco. So this is a subject that interests people. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, the difficulty with this subject is to go on the science level. You know, uh, I was when we were awarded by uh, the UN. We are in the New York Times, and a lot of scientists were a bit pissed off about this guy that are swimming because swimming is not very good yeah. for science because. You modify the behavior of the animal. That is true. Huh? Hmm. You, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Water and they don't behave like they behave usually. Your present be, will be. Yeah, effective. and that's why also they talk. So they say, "Why are you going in water? You disturb them." Yeah, but I'm going in water because they talk to me. I've said, "Okay, like do, look, Doctor Doolittle. Uh, good luck." <laughs> <laughs> so they, no, they don't you like talk, it. You, know. you talk to the animals. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. So it's a very difficult direction to go to. So I would yeah. say one of our first purpose was to convince the, com- the community that it was a real subject. And something to study. So we bring evidence. We develop tools because uh, I'm an engineer. So I develop acoustic antenna, yeah, yeah. 360 camera, all these crazy tools that allow us to bring all the experience uh, mm. like if they were diving because these people, they are not in water. So, okay, we capture everything with 360 camera, everything with f- uh, acoustic antenna. So they can leave the thing like if you were in the water. And then they say, I oh, yeah, maybe. So now we have Harvard and uh, University in Paris that are working on these topics. They got money to work on it. 
So yeah. one step, we are going one step further, is becoming more and more politically correct. But just that is a work, you know. I see, but, I see. But I, see. Uh, um, I saw an interview with with this uh, with this movie guy uh, who has made the Avatar movies. Yes. And Cameron. James Cameron, yes. And he's really passionate about this these things you know all this uh, this life in the ocean and the communication with oh, the other animals i can see i can see the the movie poster by Je- directed by james cameron fabrice <laughs> dancing with whales <laughs> no 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 but yeah, so uh, just uh, to be honest right now my way of living is doing movie because i developed this 360 camera five years ago the movie for new york time and i was using uh, science part of my image to the movie and i'm going into this uh, this direction right now uh, to have doing a documentary with uh, Valdemir. But uh, I mean, uh, uh, you want also the movie uh, not to be a, a goal, you know, the movie must be used for the research. Yeah. And uh, that's why we are a bit ambitious. We don't want to do a movie just to do a movie. We want the movie, if there is a movie we are doing, it must be used to spend time in the water to do real uh, observation and research. I would prefer to go a bit slowly, but not to sell ourselves, you know. Uh, honestly, yeah. uh, like four years ago when we had the UN, it was like, oh, uh, Richard Bronson wants to meet you. But everything is so much communication uh, and you have nothing to show. You know, you're, I think the well are talking. We need to collect some real evidence. Right? Yeah, yeah, some ho- some hard evidence. Something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And then they will be spread. Now it's just an idea with some cool observation. I would say some so cool that we are quite convinced it's true, but still. So how are you going to get uh, <coughs> like evidence? That is that is that you can use as this. You cannot uh, you cannot uh, ignore this because so it's, it's very it's very simple. You know, uh, there is two ways to prove something. You know. uh, uh, the first way is to make a crazy scientific article with a lot of data, do some mathematics. You, you and, can move it, and, and after publish it uh, on the internet, and then get the what we call the peer review from the scientists and say oh, it's true or not. You know, yeah. so you have first to prove it mathematically, and after you have proved it to the scientists that can fight you can ideas ver- verify it. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay. The other way, I think, is just to remember these are smart animals. They are very smart. So, if I would say uh, I could say the very anthropocentric approach, I say I will take the language of a whale and I will decode it because I'm human. Yeah, I'm yeah. The god. That w- that would be uh, crazy, you know? Yeah, and, and then I would publish an article and show it to everybody. The other way I would say, seems this guy is smart in front of me, you know? But he doesn't have the organ to talk to me because we are not the same frequency, we are mm. not the same organ. So let's build a technological bridge with him so that allow me to see what he's sending and to send him the proper sound. So that's my last experiment to send a 3D sound. And then when I... But is sure uh, they don't have technology we see it you know yeah. they don't build planes they don't have cars no. not as we see so we have to submarines yeah we have to reach that point and then we are smart enough to to make the other part to understand what we are saying and yeah. start to communicate so we have a brain so it's a cooperation so basically to prove it is one day I will go uh, call people and I will push this button you see he will come and they will do something like uh, singing uh, yeah, Norwegian song. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it, uh, then you can can can. This is a proof. If I if I push this button, he will come. Yeah, yeah if it's I a push this science. button, he will come up with a scallop to me. And sometimes I won't understand why it's working. You know, I, I used to say sometimes I do experience that works. I don't know why it works. And sometimes experience do experience. Uh, scientists do experience that fails, but they don't understand why it fails. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. rocket yeah. science is just, you know, experiencing. 
you there is a rocket oh it's exploding another one explode. oh this one is not exploding and you go forward and that's what we do we try crazy thing we build crazy the last machine was a, a gun that is sending some sound through an acoustic lens that's creating a, a sound that is detectable through the sense of echolocation in three dimensional aspect more or less kind of hologram uh, of sound <coughs> and we send it to the animal and we see what happened what happened Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing happened that is so annoying. Uh, I tried it uh, with dolphins after I tried it well. And one, so my first try, okay, I would to, to 3D print this crazy thing with a computer inside with a screen sending this sound for acoustic lens. It's a mess. Huh? And uh, then I was going to the sea, just I was happy it was not uh, leaking water, you know. Yeah. Ah, super. Yeah. I was doing it for Katu, nothing. And then I was going to sperm oil, making the sound, they all dove. Okay. So, okay, this thing is not working. But the day after, uh, the same group came. They didn't bring the baby, leave it. And uh, we had this for one week. That is, lo- I think, never happened. You know, sperm oil is a very shy animal offshore. If you just look at it, you can see it, you're happy. You know, some yeah, people, yeah. they go for 30 years to see them. No, we had the complete one week, the mother bringing the baby, let him for an hour, go back to milk him one hour after. And after I say, well, is it possible there is a link between what I did yesterday and this thing today? I don't know. Yeah. I don't fucking know, you know. And sometimes it's so complicated because these animals have so strange behavior. Mm-hmm. So you know, you uh, they can discuss about it all the day. Oh, it was very good. Cool. Oh, should we do it? They make a vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it could be. Could be. <laughs> you don't know. So you, was, you, you, you were basically... Babysitting a sperm whale. Yeah, we did a movie uh, from for, for, from it uh, in a VR in Norwegian, by the way. It's in the National Aquarium in uh, Bergen. Oh, if you want to see it, you go. There is a dome there. You can see it. Oh, cool. Urian is uh, babysitting uh, cod, pollock, scallops, scallops. Yeah, yeah. All the free divers. <laughs> all the free. Yeah, all the free <laughs> divers as well. Um, uh, one thing I'm wondering about. Yeah, I, I've, I've a few years ago or many years ago. I s- because you have been in the sea a lot, uh, around the world, Fabrice. And uh, I saw this movie, Nemo. Yeah? What's up with Finding Nemo or something like that? And in this movie, we see this um, underwater current, this highway yeah, yeah. of underwater current. Is this fiction or is this possible? That that one they were riding on, yeah, yeah, yeah. The turtles were riding. Yeah, yeah. Go, uh, let's go on the highway. We're gonna yeah, move. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is uh, the, so the, yes, for sure. Yeah, I think the but the current is for Disney, but you know the Gulfstream, all this thing. But there is some crazy current. Uh, there is a very interesting link between the currents and the animals you can observe because mm. basically, I would say uh, there is surface currents like the Gulfstream, and sometimes there is underwater currents and they go up somewhere, you know. So yeah. I know where I was living in Gabon, there is one that is almost eight knots, very narrow, going on an island, and this thing is like a car share, you know. Uh, it's in the middle, uh, six knots, it's crazy in the ocean. But it's going from the deep. So what you have to know, this crazy current, uh, they are called upwelling. We have one in Canary. Yeah. So basically, they are coming from uh, the from floor. The yeah. So you can imagine everything that is living in the ocean is dying and going down. Yeah. And then you think, then there is crab to eat it. No, in most places, there is nothing. You know, there is no life down there. You just staying there. You know? It's pushed by the current. And somewhere it arrives <laughs> in a kind of uh, canyon. And this current brings it up. 
Yeah. So in this place, like in Karoi, there is crazy life because it brings <laughs> the food, there is the light, and you have this crazy, crazy upwelling that is bringing massive life. You know, I yeah. think there is one uh, in Lofoten in Andenes with a sperm whale. There is this big canyon. You know, uh, I'm sure there is. Uh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. You, can, you can see it in the, in the in the topography on the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a, a a really fjord under the water. Yeah, coming yeah. in there, and, and I think the water is really like this. It's yeah. food, so in so a sense, uh, Nemo w- was true. That's mm, in two some sense, kind in of. Two sense, yeah. uh, it was a bit uh, very exaggerated, but another sense that is very interesting. There is yeah, that's uh, some highway underwater also. Yeah, also yeah. That is very interesting. There is some layer of the ocean that trap the sound because basically. Uh, when the, the sound uh, speed is changing with the depth, pressure, and with the temperature. So around the thermocline, you know, this big change of temperature, there is a layer that captures the sound. It's like a fiber optic, you know. The yeah. sound but is, is it then, then going in yeah, this, ex- in this ex- layer? Between this layer. So then the sound can almost travel non-stop because uh, he, he, what stops the sound is the surface of the ground, you know. Yeah. Some frequency, they can go. So some sound can travel thousands of kilometers and we think that's so all the blue whale is doing. So it's possible that the blue whale then is, exactly. is going up to this thermocline they in this, term- right in this, place, sen- yeah. this uh, zone yeah. of water and then they're sending this message. Yeah, but we're doing the same in the mountain, you know. I was sometime uh, in La Gomera, you know. Uh, here, I know this house someday. I can hear the guy one yeah, kilometer yeah. talking to everyone. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you hear it? You yeah, 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 yeah. I know this. And, and we can, uh, and we can. Uh, there's a football stadium, yeah, yeah. Uh, 500 meters away from us. And when we're on the porch, the the red direction of the wind is and the yeah. temperature is correct. Then you can hear the audience exactly. talking and yeah. Yeah. So they can map it and put themselves in the right place to emit or to receive. Uh, that's their. Uh, I think that's one of their abilities. Um, Amazing, Fabrice and Wales. That's that's. Uh, I, I think one of your biggest passions. I would say I prefer to say the whale and Fabrice. Uh, <laughs> to be polite, yeah, <laughs> that's good. I, I, I like that. I like that. Um, as a Norwegian, I I, I have to ask. Um, what 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 is your opinion about uh, Norwegian whaling? Because. Here in Norway, it, it's a lot of controversy. And, we have and a long tradition. Yeah, we have Norway. a lot. Yeah, but I, I don't think tradition is uh, uh, good enough to justify mm. no, things. No, 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 no. But, but uh, it was a statement. Yeah, uh, it's a statement. But but as as as, as a researcher on whales and and, you, and 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 obviously you 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 get a connection with them. You and. Um, Yes. What What do you think about that? So the first thing I would say: first, the whale eat fish. Yes. So it's not and so squid. innocent. <laughs> yeah, we are kind of big. We all eat fish, so we eat animals, and we are on the planet. Yeah. Where we rely on protein, and uh, so the question is: why it would be more wrong to kill a whale than uh, I don't know a, a chicken? Yeah. yeah, a chicken or a fly. So then I, okay, my opinion, but it's just my opinion, you know, if yeah. you, you if you don't share it, there's no problem. So I say, if you think a whale is like a chicken, just go for it because I eat chicken from time to time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my belief is I have to convince you there is some evidence that is different. So why is it different? Uh, so I would say, if I say, is it good or not to kill a human? Humans are sustainable. There's a lot, you know. 
what is the problem? You know, with killing a human, you know, we have we have put uh, it as a forbidden thing mm -hmm. for one reason because mm. uh, we cannot only say we don't kill human because we don't want them to kill us. It's not as simple. I think it's because we are a social animal. So if I kill you now, you will suffer. Maybe not. Maybe if I do it from behind with a spare gun, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. or right yeah, there, yes, right yes, place yes. to be very fast, you know, you will not suffer. But you have children, you have a wife, you have a cousin, you have a family, you have yes. friends. All these people will suffer all the life of your loss. If I lose one of my children, I will get mad. I will it will ruin my life, you know, because I'm yeah. a human. Yeah. So all animals are not equal on that. If you take a Uh, a cod, you will make thousands of fish. Uh, if you take uh, uh, an octopus, 100,000. If you take a turtle, you'll make 300 eggs. Or even a chicken, you make an egg a day, you know. And if there is one that is not eating in the nest, you let it die. It doesn't even feed him. Yeah. So some animals have a, what we call a case strategy that is uh, they invest a lot of our children. I would say they love them, they develop emotions. And, yeah, yes. and some animals, they create a lot of children yes. and their purpose is to die, you know? Yeah, I think the purpose of a herring is to be eaten, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the purpose of his life. That's not the purpose of an elephant or a whale because a whale is living 80 years. A whale is uh, doing maybe one less child than a human, you know, by the way. He's educating it for 15 years. So imagine the loss for a whale, you know? If they share with us also the part of the brain that is linked to empathy and all, and we observe crazy social behavior. Yeah. So uh, just to give you a very simple example, was a study from a scientist in Central Park. Uh, a girl came with a baseball bat and she killed a crow. You know, rah, rah. Mm. Yeah. And then she recorded the sound and all the crow in the Central Park, they were mad. Yeah. They were trying to uh, resuscitate oh, yeah. it, making sound like crazy three days. And after she was wearing a mask, and after she came one year after, and when they recognized her, they became man all the day. So it means this guy, they completely understood the lost one. They remember it one year after. They are trying to carry his body. So they are, they are crowds, you know. And after she did the same experience with a pigeon, she killed a pigeon. What happened? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Just continue to yeah. look like yeah. pigeon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> It's not the same thing. This is. So, uh, this is. This is. Really interesting because But I've seen the same same things with cods. Yeah, because uh, I, uh, earlier I went to this fish farm, and this is a fish farm that um, uh, is land based and has uh, less pipes that comes out, yeah. and it's uh, a sustained population of cods around these pipes. And the um, uh, first time I went there, the, the pipes are down at 15 meters. Uh, I went there to spearfish, and the first dive I had uh, down to the tube, 20 cods. Five kilo, 20 kilo. No uh, behavioral like they were afraid of me. Yeah. You know, I went uh, just lying at the bottom, didn't hunt anything, just observing. And they were just like cruising around me for 10, 15 <coughs> seconds, and then they just left doing mining their business, you know. They called, check, they check, called the business. Checking me out, and then they just left again. Uh, after that, I went down, shot a cod, and then shot another cod, and they went away. They started going away after the first shot, and they went uh, totally abandoned the area after the second cod. Yeah. And uh, when I came back, I don't know if it was 14 days or a month later... Um, 
I went to the surface, um, seeing these cods down at the pipe. I went down, shot one cod, boom, they went away. Yeah. And the third time I was there, uh, while I was diving, the first dive, boom, they went away. Yeah. They didn't stay around for the first shot. So they for just, sure they learned. So the yeah, even the cods, they're kind of uh, simple uh, uh, animals. They learn behavior, they yeah, know yeah. what is uh, dangerous, you know. So it's. Uh, But the question is always to what level, you know? Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we, there is some, a term I love is uh, non human animal. Uh, no, yes, human like animal, you know. Uh, what makes us human? You know, why, what makes the difference between us and an animal? And I think we start to be human when we care for the dead, you know. That's the very beginning of human. We start to bury them, to remember them, and we become human. Before that, you know, we let him die and we live. And uh, these animals, they are doing it. You know, for instance, an orca, when he's losing a baby, can carry it in his mouth for one, one month. You know? Some dolphins, they do kind of ceremony. I would call it like that in Japan. They still do it. They stay like days around the dead body. Elephants, some elephants do it also. So we see they have the real ability to project themselves into others' mind and to suffer psychologically. Mm. So see, if we understand the family aspect yep. of human, you know, and we, we can... Imagine, it's nothing I can prove, but these animals, they love their children as much as we do or even more. And then it makes it totally cruel yeah, yeah, to yeah. go for them, especially when you go especially for the pregnant whale and the one with young baby. You know, that is the case. You know, yeah. Because the other ones are difficult to hunt, you know. Mm -hmm. So mostly it's this kind of animal. So, uh, so I mean, if you care about this family aspect, about this emotional aspect, then I would say if you hit a well and you believe it's true, then you're an asshole. But if you think it's like a chicken, it's okay, you know, uh, it's different. So then you have to decide yourself mm -hmm. what is likely to be and uh, is it acceptable or not. Yeah, but that, that, that's somewhat why I ask this question to you now because since you have been let's say, communicating with the whales. I want to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Yes, sure. I, I, I want to say that. And, and, and you are there and you, 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 you see and you feel and you, you know what I mean. So I, I think it's a very good... But I cannot prove it. No, no but... It, yeah, yeah, for me, exactly. You prove it by your stories, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For I me, it doesn't... scientific yeah. fact or so that yeah. make it highly possible. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? For me, it doesn't matter. So, yeah. so is it really necessary to do it with all the evidence we have that is most likely like that. That's my, my point, you know. So yeah, I'm yeah. trying more to convince people. I was in Fro Island. I even had this discussion with the Minister of Environment in Norway uh, two years ago. I didn't know he was a Minister of Environment. He was having an ice cream. After the discussion, I was was it. And he was saying, it's sustainable. It's not about yeah, being yeah. sustainable. It's about ethic. It's true. So, Faris, what are you doing next? What is your next uh, travel? So I I think uh, right now I'm finishing a documentary uh, about Valdemir. So we are we are trying. Uh, so basically the project is what I'm doing for four years. Uh, beluga are cultural animals. So it means like orca or sperm whale, they have different geographic. Yeah. They say dialect, maybe language, the sounds, we'd say. And when this guy meet and they have different dialect or sound, they cannot talk. Yeah. So basically it's a bit like us. You know, if you go in Spain, uh, it will be difficult. Then uh, we know this guy was captured more or less uh, around four by Mauritian, East Russia. 
it was bring uh, two moments uh, in the therapy children thing and after maybe in the navy enfin we don't know but we know he was wild at the beginning then he was uh, maybe for some years maybe four years wild and after four five years uh, uh, captivity and then he's wild again so he's an interesting guy because maybe he still have uh, because it's a bit like a human maybe 50 years 60 years we can assume at one two or three they have the basic of our dialect So my goal now is I'm trying to make him talk. I'm collecting a lot of his uh, sound to see if it's possible to find where he's coming from or even why not, that yeah. would be crazy, to find his family and then take it from there and say, okay, what we do now? Because uh, my position right now, Valdemir, I think is the Norwegian government is doing a very good thing. They say he's a wild animal. He can do what he wants. And, uh, I like this, you know. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. He's not an Algerian. He's not suffering can be a bit pushy sometimes playing with boats but it's funny also mm -hmm. people that he find uh, you know he's going to play with you all the day okay uh, but it's like a child uh, but he's not disturbing anybody uh, but uh, why uh, why not imagine one day where I ball uh, to find where he's coming from and, uh, and I don't think it's possible but it's always the same thing even if it's not possible we can assume it's doable yeah. and put in people's mind the fact that these animals have culture, family, and everything. That is my biggest intent, to show this story and to show they are like us, you know. When, when, when do you think this will be finished? Uh, it should be out uh, in uh, November. It's a 90-minute uh, documentary. Uh, yeah, we work a lot oh, on yeah. it. Who, who's, I'm working on it. Who's narrating? Uh, I'm writing it with uh, another famous uh, director in France, co-writing it, co-directing it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we are... 80% of the process, you know, there's always already a lot of crazy story uh, around it. Yeah. Even by itself, it's a crazy story, but behind the scene, we have even yeah. more uh, yeah, 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 of course. insane thing, you know, that show how smart this guy is. And, and, uh, the very interesting thing... And then you, can, you then, then, you, then you can say on behind the scenes, when there is a behind the scenes uh, movie, after this movie documentary, you can say that, yeah, one time I was on this uh, famous podcast and talking about this uh, behind uh, the scenes. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just add water. Just add water. Now, yes. just, I'll give you a very funny story. It's not a secret. It, it is more. It was more or less, but now it's not anymore. <laughs> uh, when I was first with Valdemir, I was with his very uh, wealthy boat in the north. It was a Saudian prince boat, uh, one hundred yep, yep. meter, no name, no eyes, mm. you know. And we met Valdemir, and then the crew uh, was South African. Uh, so uh, it was during the rugby World Cup. Ah, yeah. So they won the World Cup. And we were like all drunk in the morning with the ball, like, yeah, we are the champion, we are the champion. And that day, Valdemir came to us and he was looking at them and we were playing with the ball, uh, sending it from one boat to another, you know? Yeah. And one point, they missed the ball, the ball from the water, while we were rushing on it and bringing it back to people. So we spent like one hour throwing a rugby ball. And he was bringing back the ball like American football, you know? I think and I saw a picture of it. Yeah, this was crazy because one guy did post it and it was making like 30 million views in two days. You know? yeah. And this, this thing became wild because it was kind of controversy. Why are these assholes playing rugby with a wild beluga? But the interesting thing behind the story is uh, the day after, two days after, I was coming back without the crew, with the ball, and the ball is okay, let's try again. He looked at the ball. He was not interested at all. He was going for a C-star, going back with a C-star. So my belief is this guy was just like us. He was like seeing all this cool guy 
super excited yeah, yeah. playing together he wanted to be part he, of he it felt, he felt the emotions the energy, he, yeah, he wanted to be part of it like you want to be part of wow. it you don't go in the stadium to see people pushing a ball you go there to connect with other people uh, <laughs> shouting you know you know i'm I'm, i'm convinced yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm convinced yeah it's yes. like it's like the, the the we we humans know that emotion you know that yeah. feeling that yeah, connection you know yeah, and he wanted, i'm here yeah. super cool yeah, yeah. yeah. we have a champion As simple as that. That's yeah. uh, that's, uh, that's that's just nice. I uh, just I just love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Well, uh, we could we could uh, sit here all night. Actually, yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking about we have to bring Fabrice up. more uh, into the studio because we need to have episode uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine just with with Fabrice. Yes, yes, yes. And then we can talk about uh, all the technologies, all the yeah, yeah all the cameras and the sonars. You should yeah. see this uh, VR movie has made with the sperm whales. Amazing. Go to Bergen and check it out in the aquarium. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Fabrice, thank you so much for joining us. Uh it was a pleasure. Thank you. Uh we're gonna me and Erin gonna wrap it up now and I wish you the best of luck and I'm definitely gonna watch that documentary. Thank you. Yes. And then I will just watch the documentary and I will think back about this episode. This this very Moments. podcast yeah. yes 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 i will do that so uh thank you so much and uh, now we are uh, having an english podcast we yeah. say godspeed godspeed what is it godspeed is it an airplane pilot no no <laughs> we say godspeed on your travels and your endeavors and your adventures and farewell bon bon voyage <laughs> bon a bientôt a bientôt yeah. bon vent, we say good wind Good wind. Good wind. Have yeah. a good wind, you know, sailing. How in French? Bon vent. Bon vent. Yeah. Bon vent. Bon so then we, we, we leave you with that. Uh, bon vent. You are listening to Just Add Water, spearfishing Norway. Okay, Orion, what do you think? Oh, are you convinced uh, now? I am convinced and I'm... Uh, I'm uh, what should i say i'm i'm uh, i'm intrigued by just by listening to fabrice because he's so he's uh, so passionate got, got so about much experience yeah uh, and he's so knowledge knowledgeable no uh, no knowledgeable he's, he's, he's full of knowledge he's, <laughs> he's uh, full of knowledge experience and knowledge yes. and good stories so uh, how do you think now now that we have started uh, an english version of just at water uh, do, you, do you think we can do this no No? No. No? Uh, let's fuck it. Let's yeah. just give it up. No, I mean... Uh, while we're still ahead. <laughs> while we're on top. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we, we will give it a shot, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, the exciting part is to, to see if anybody wants to listen to us. Yes, so of course. So if the people are, want to have more, then they will get more. Yeah. Uh, the, the main reason why we do this, uh, especially now uh, with the English version, is that uh, we really want to show... Uh, what Norway has to offer yeah. in in uh, free diving, in spearfishing, uh, the nature, the maybe the culture and how we rule things. Yeah, I think we we uh, will communicate a lot of our culture uh, via the way we, way we talk. Yeah, yeah. maybe m- m- we should go easy uh, on m- not ruining it. Then, you know, you no, and me, no, no, when we first start, we can't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But that, that's the way we are. Yeah, that's the way we are. <laughs> I think I think the language um, uh, like uh, slows us down a bit. So we will give it yeah, up maybe, small portions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah that, that's true. But after a couple of episodes now, then I guess we will be um, warm in treja. Warm in treja. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Norwegian slang for uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll be comfortable about it. Hot in the shade. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's oh. a kiss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a kiss reference. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, neither uh, one of me and Örjan likes kiss. Uh, that's uh, not true. That's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. Yeah, uh, okay, let's let me just finish this now. Uh, kiss are announcing their uh, last farewell tour. No, the their last fa- farewell farewell tour. The last concert ever. Now, uh, December second uh, in New concerts. York. Yeah, first and the second. Um, so I'm going to to Tunsberg to see them uh, this summer. But are you going to New York? No. I don't think so. <laughs> you can ask Gene. He will give you yeah, a ticket. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> Who knows? So I hope you have been enjoying this episode um, with uh, Fabrice. No, I didn't say that right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. Ra- s- wrap it up now. Yeah, wrap it up. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, visit us on uh, Facebook, uh, justatwater.no. Uh, there we find all the episodes. And uh, we uh, talk later in another episode. Another episode. Episode. Maybe we can use that in another episode. Yes, that was a good (laughs) wedding. That was a good (laughs) wedding. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, see you. You have been listening to Just Add Water, the podcast remedy for your lungs.